so I think that I may be the voice of my generation. It's the titular role! In the sense that, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Hello, welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide if we let it into our gate. I'm James. I'm Sam. Sam. I believe you have something to say. I've got an apology to make. Well, um, Jetstar has an apology to make. Don't um, take the blame. Don't put the blame on somebody else. It's their fault. You need fault. to take ownership. So no episode last week because I was stranded in the wretched city of Sydney um, because they delayed my flight by nine hours. That's revolting. It was revolting. I mean, it was always going to happen, you know, because uh. um, I am a victim Always. Uh, um, yeah, you're, you're the most put upon person on this earth. On earth yes. Um, so it was inevitable, but. Um, kind of like inevitable? Inevitable. <laughs> I um, made the most of my delays, though. I went to the cinema. Oh, lovely. What did you spent see? Spent the day in the theatre. I saw Cocaine Bear. Cinema. At Mwah. a Dendy Newtown. Dendy um, Newtown. Yeah, snuck in, didn't pay a cent. <laughs> Dendy Newtown, if you're listening, don't come collect me. your coin. Don't sue me. Um, yeah, I'm glad I didn't pay for it because that was a bad film. Okay, bear. Yeah, can you believe it? I'm shocked. Yeah, in a hall. Margot Martindale was great, but um, I was mother. Not a good movie. It's kind of like I. I think Elizabeth Banks was sort of trying to make like a um, camp, like really silly movie. Yeah, but it's just really a lot of the jokes really don't land. Oh, um, it, it's like trying very hard. Okay. Um, there's one really good scene in an ambulance, um, which if you've seen it, like you'll know the scene and if the whole movie was kind of like that, it'd be great. Yeah. Um, but really bad, just painful to watch. That's a shame. I was quite looking forward to Cocaine Bear. Really? Yeah. You know what? I knew from day one, I was like, this is not going to be good, (laughs) but I still went in with an open mind. Listen, the problem was that like the bear has no character development. And I'm sorry to say that, like, it sounds like I'm being ridiculous, but legitimately, like, the bear is, like, what links... Because the, the movie's kind of, like, these little stories and they're all interlinked by the bear. Yeah. But the bear is, like, doesn't have a story. Like, like when we meet the bear, it's already, like, on the bags. Like, oh. it's... it's you, you don't even see the bear get addicted to, to, to cocaine. Oh, okay. You don't um, get her badge. We need, like, the... She. She. Yeah. Sorry, women's stories matter. Yes. We need like the bears like two Leslie moment to really get <laughs> the her, Oscar campaign. The Oscar campaign to get no to get her like her backstory film. Well, yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's um not good. I think in the hands of a different director, it could have been great. Um. But you know, I do support women uh, directing. <laughs> um. But I think Elizabeth just needs to like refine her craft a little bit. Yeah. Um. And I'm I'm happy for her to to do that. Good. <laughs> what, so you said you saw two movies. Oh, what was the and other I one? saw Missing, which is like one of those ones that's like on the computer. Yeah. Um, with that girl from Euphoria. I can't remember her name. Um, uh, it's not Sky Jackson. Storm. Storm. Yes. Lever. So storm something. Yeah. Um, I actually loved it. I'll say that. Um, it's like a good silly. Not not too silly, but it's like a good like kind of pulpy, twisty little thriller type Here. thing. Like it's just really well done. Um, yeah. It it does the. Um, I've never seen a movie do internet stuff so well like oh, that's good like because she she's a teenager and like you're seeing her interact with her friends online and stuff and often you know that's written by like a 30 year old who has yeah. no sense of like how Current. teenagers yeah but, yeah but this one was totally realistic there, there wasn't any point where i was like this feels 
contrived or fake. Yeah. And you know, there is a bit of a few leaps where it's like she's always like FaceTiming like the detectives and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, which, you know, like as if a detective would be like, make sure you FaceTime me later. Yeah. Um, but it's generally really well done. Um, I did cry. Um, oh my God. But, you know, I think it was just because of the state I was in. Yeah. I did go to Mardi Gras, the which state is like of Sydney. Yes, the state of New South Wales. Um, yeah, I did go to Mardi Gras, which was like the headline. Yes, um, of course. How was she? I was real pride. Um, I did not. No, you didn't. You're not as sort of proud as me. No. Um, Straight up, no. I was fighting for our rights on the streets of Sydney. Oh, I'm sure you were. I was fighting many battles, that's for sure. Mm. I don't know if they're for our rights, but they're for something. Um, no, Mardi Gras was fun. Um, I'm still kind of picking up the pieces in a way. I can imagine that post Mardi Gras um, calm down is shocking. It was really bad. And like, I really just wanted to like sit at home and watch like Little Women, but like I had to go to work. So I never got a, I never got a moment to breathe. That's a shame. This is my first day where I'm like, I can breathe again. Yeah. And I'm fucking doing a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I'm, I need to, I need to talk. I've got lots to get off my chest. Uh, But no, I went on a boat actually. Um, (laughs) I went on a boat party in Sydney, which was, the time of my Sounds life. like hell. Well, yeah, no, I was dreading it because I was like, I'm going to be stuck on a boat, like... Dealing with maritime law as well. Law. Very stressful. But you know what? The you secret, don't know what's up or down when it, you're on the sea. Well, no, I was... I The secret of enjoying a boat is really, like, leaning into, like, boat culture of, like, port, starboard, like, ahoy, um, <laughs> land, ho, like... Um, and so I did, I, you know, like, slapping the... Um, what do they call it? Like, the... The what, boat. <laughs> Yeah, it's called like the the bow. <laughs> Is that what they call it? Girl, the, I don't fucking the know. Hull. Sorry, the hull, the bow, the, the hull of the boat. Give that a I'm whack. Sure you some hull on Mardi Gras, let me tell you. <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, crack the champagne bottle against the... Triangle um, of Sadness is probably the boat that you were on. Let's well, see. you know what? It actually was because a class system did sort of emerge. Um, <laughs> no, I'm being serious because there was like, there was, I think three or f- there was three levels to the boat and the yeah. top level was like a VIP section. Oh. So... Uh, you could line up to go up there, but, you know, that would take a long time to get up there. Yeah. Um, so it became this very, you know, like a lot of people were vying to get up to the top level. God. Um, and, you know, someone would come down and like pick people to go up, like pick them from the line. Oh, and wow. say like, you are the chosen one. You can come up. How? It was, but you know what? I, I chose- well, you know what, James, I rejected the entire class system and I said, I'm not going to play your little game. Mm. Um, and I didn't even line up because I said, you know what, I'm actually going to make it so fun down here that I don't even care what this upper level is doing. Lovely. Um, That's beautiful, really. Yeah. I said, not on my watch. Not on my boat. Not on my boat. I said, I you am said, the captain look at now. Me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> oh, I hate us. Um, but I was very, um, I don't know if you've seen Titanic, but, um, you know, it didn't end too well for that. And it didn't end too well for you, I trust. <laughs> no, it did. It oh, did. Good, I had good. a good time. Yeah. What have you been up to? I have been. Don't very- care. Yeah, sorry. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Go on. Um, you'll be happy to know after months and months of pushing this agenda onto <laughs> me last night in my quest to watch all of the Oscar nominated films, mm-hmm. I traveled to the East I got off at Gwen, Gwen, Gwen Waverly. I got off at Glen Waverly <laughs> Station. Rest in baby boys. And I saw 
Top Gun Maverick after all this time. It's been probably a year, I reckon, of I me reckon it's clear. you to see this. Um, I saw it. I was the only person in this fuck-off huge cinema. Because everyone's seen it. Yeah, exactly. It was great. I had the whole cinema to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you were screaming. And- I was screaming, hold my hand. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm going to come out as a hold my hand truther. Listen, bitch. It works. It works in contact. And it also, I have been saying... Because I saw Lady Gaga in concert in July at mm-hmm. the Chromatica Ball and she famously closed with Hold My Hand. Yes. It works. It's the encore, isn't it's it? It's the encore. Yeah. Um, it works. You know what? Hearing you say this was like, I rolled my eyes because I was like, like, bitch, we know. Like, like, I don't think they do. We fucking know. No, it's because gay people didn't see Top Gun Maverick, so they don't know. But like, yeah. obviously, everyone who's seen it is like, oh yeah, it's really good for the movie. Yeah, exactly. So, James, we've known. Well, I've known. I said that I liked it after the concert. Anyway, but yeah. But that was probably the only thing I liked about Top Gun Maverick, to be honest. Yeah, I kind of thought this would be the case. I, um, I ranked my Best Picture nominees and Top Gun Maverick was at the lowest. I saw your ranking. I actually did agree with it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I tried to pick holes in it, but I couldn't. (laughs) Thank you. That's um, very gratifying. Yeah. I really have to hate it as I do uh, with you. (laughs) Um, I saw, I've just been like catching up. So like I, I saw all of the short films the other night, fucking a bit on one, but whatever. Wait, but what, what, what's this bad about Top Gun? Oh, I just, I didn't, I didn't engage with it. Okay. Like in, like I, like I can, I appreciate the, the VFX and the sound mixing was really cool mm-hmm. and whatnot, but I just like didn't really engage with the story. I haven't seen the first one, oh, which was a big mistake. I mean, the story is like not really there, but yeah. it's like, it's just like a thrilling, like. I wasn't too thrilled. You weren't thrilled. No. Okay. Your hair wasn't. No. On it raising. No. Your hair wasn't raised. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy looking at all the men. There's some good men in there. Why was Manny Jacinto just like in the background? Yeah, apparently his storyline got cut. Uh, um, but yeah, him and Glenn Powell and even like Miles Teller, I'm like Miles Teller is totally still. I took a second look there. I was yeah. like, with that mustache, oof. That scene on the beach, like oh. woof. I mean, the thing about, like, the original Top Gun, it's very, like, homoerotic. Yeah. Um, so, I'm glad they kept that spirit. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, you know I love Tom Cruise. Like, mm. me and mum loved um, Top Gun That's Reverie. beautiful. You didn't see it in IMAX. I saw it on extreme screen or, like, the village cinema version That's of that. That's not the same. So, no. It's, it's still cropped. Yeah. It's still cropped. Which is a shame. But it's whatever. It's whatever. I yep. also, like, I've seen a lot. I saw two Leslie, finally. Okay. Andrea Riceboro did the thing. Yes. I also saw Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Okay, Angela yes. Angela Bassett may have, in fact, done the thing she also. Did, she did do the thing in that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's been pretty busy. I was, like, catching up on movies. I went to a few concerts. I saw Phoebe Bridges, which was incredible. Oh, yes. I saw Soccer Mummy. I saw Julia Jacqueline on Tuesday. Okay. Been busy. Been busy. Um... We've seen the whale. Oh, I, think we've I saw the whale. the whale. I briefly mentioned the whale. I think oh, did you? my mention of the whale was I saw the whale. It was shit. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've seen the whale since. Um, yes. And you're correct. Yes. Um, as I am known to a, be. That is a terrible movie. If you're a gatekeeper and you like the whale, stop listening. <laughs> well, don't stop listening. Don't stop listening. But like, you're hearing Look us. Inwards. But listen. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Because it's a really terrible film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, my problem with The Whale is that, like, it's it it builds to this, like, emotional climax that is not earned in any way at all. No. Like, it, it 
it veers between like this really um it, it's just kind of this misery porn of like look at this yeah. pathetic man yeah and then it, it it goes between that and like this really overly sentimental like life it's is like beautiful saccharine bullshit it's yeah. just like i'm sad and fat but everyone is lovely <laughs> That's literally it. And then you've got Sadie Singh being like, stand up, you fat faggot. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's literally it. And then Hong Chao. God bless Hong Chao. She can elevate a really shit movie. She did it with The Whale. She did it with Downsizing. We need to give Hong Chao her project. Everything. I mean, she... um is compelling in whatever she, like, like she can really steal a scene in this. Mm. It, it's, it's, I, uh, you can't really like, put my finger on like what it is about her that she's so organic and she's a very lived in actress. And I yes. don't feel like she's putting on a performance. That's, that's totally it. Yeah. It feels like yeah. she's just there. Like she is that person yeah. she's playing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Sadie Sink gives probably the most insane performance oh, of anyone fucking- in the year. I remember when it premiered people were like Sadie Sink is coming for best supporting I was please, like in what world please it's insane and and the writing obviously doesn't help the writing the thing about the writing okay so it was based on a play yes and I normally love when a movie is a play because I like I'm not explaining what that means I know what that means in my mind so I've but- seen your little list on Letterboxd of like movies that are plays and yeah. a few of them James I totally s- disagree about which, um, which one wait you keep talking I'll bring it up um, <laughs> a movie that is a play is not necessarily like an adaptation or like you know when they well, it's like it's, women talking like that women talking yeah. is a play yeah but it's just wait, like a vibe it? no it's not yeah yeah <laughs> but in my mind yeah women talking the movie is a movie that is a play yeah um well, well, yeah, yeah. But Sorry, I, I was going to say doubt, but I'm like, yeah, that is a play. Doubt is literally a play. Yes. Um, the thing about the whale is, I can kind of see how it would work in a theatrical space where you're watching it and it's happening there, and the emotions are, are like, but something right. about it being a film, it doesn't have that emotional build up and payoff for me because right. I, I don't know what it is, but seeing it on a screen as opposed to seeing this in real life makes a big difference. I mean, you think it would be the opposite because, you know, in the film you can do a close up and mm. whatever, like it, it can be more naturalistic yeah. acting style or, you know, you and can. And I think that's a detriment to the piece. I think right. that's a de- like, I think I'm going to sound pretentious for a bit, which is very unlike me. Um, but like something about being in a theater and like having this happen in front of you and you're in it and you're right. like, can kind of just turn off and be in the moment watching the performers act and you can see it. Whereas this, you watch it and you're like, this is just like trauma porn. Yeah. That's like, oh, let's like do some crazy shit to get some people some Oscars. Like it was Oscar bait in the highest form. And it was also such an interesting, no, not interesting. I take that back. It was such a stupid decision for Darren Aronofsky to direct because look at his like previous material. Yeah. I'm like, this is so boring. For sure. Um, So my idea was like, what if he was actually normal size, but the, house was tiny <laughs> did you ever think of that but wouldn't everyone else be big um so that's like about perspective <laughs> i'm anyway but i yeah, think i think shit. i think that would have been an interesting angle on it so sorry i've brought up your list of films that are plays okay um and 
So uh, most of them are like, yeah, it's like the before midnight movies, whatever, um, mass, um, blue Jasmine, which is borderline, but yeah, I, I see it. But Jackie, come on. Jackie's now. a play. Be serious. You don't get it. That is not a play. It is a play. That fucking movie would not work as a play. You cannot translate this to it's a play. Not, it's not about It is, it is such a cinematic film. Like exactly. it uses, I'm not saying. It's it uses not- the language of cinema to put you in, like, you know, you're getting, like, flashes of, like, the assassination and you're jumping between time. Like, yeah. that's a movie, bitch. That's a fucking movie. In my mind. And I'm not saying it's not a movie and I'm not saying it should be on a screen. I, it, should, it should not be on stage. <laughs> I understand what I mean, and I can't explain it, but it makes sense to me that Jackie is a play. And I'm not going into it anymore with you, because you you don't get it. You need to... Well, no one gets it. Exactly. It's not for... (laughs) It's my thing. You need to take this list off the public letterbox, because I don't want to see it. Is that the only one that you have an issue with on my list? I haven't looked at the others, but I'm sure I can. Oh, on that list. Yeah. um, As I said, I think Blue Jasmine is kind of borderline, but I do get it. Um, And then I haven't seen a lot of the others. Um, (sighs) Of course not. (laughs) I mean, Shiver Baby, like, I'm not as enamored with that film as everyone else. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. You You thought it was fine. It should have stayed a short film. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. You don't get it. I'm young and brave enough to say that. Right. And listen, listen, we need to like reevaluate a lot of films lately. Like um, Spencer, like I feel like people are finally coming around to no. that not being a good movie. You're stupid. <laughs> Spencer and Pearl, like. Um, I have not seen Pearl yet. Well, I think it's like out now, right? It's advanced screenings this weekend. <sighs> I was. So, I, well, I was going to go see it last night, but then I said, no, I've got to go see Top Gun before we record. So. <laughs> Top Gun's a better movie than Pearl. There, oh, I said it. There, I said it. Oh. Because at well, least I did see a tweet that was like, X is better than Pearl. Yes. Which I'm a big X stan. I Good. think X is great. X is great. I still haven't seen Pearl, so I can't comment, but right. I wouldn't be surprised if I came out with the same. Well, good, because, I mean... Um, I think people love to get on board with one thing and, like, not be able to have any cool, any critical opinions of well, I mean, Pearl does really well on Twitter and stuff because it's, like, you know, the reactions. And, like, she's acting really insane. And, it, you know, it's that classic thing of, like, a story of a, you know, beautiful woman going mad, which, yeah. like, gays love. But, it you know, it doesn't really have, like, a lot of substance. And and even, like, the... It, it, it is trying to be, like, this genre piece, I guess, but it just... It's quite shallow to me. Um, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's a good movie, but, like, it's, it's shallow, I'm afraid. Yeah. And X is, like... I really like X because it's, like, this quite um, detailed... Um, like tribute to this genre but it you know it's like a re a bit of a remix of it that's the thing i feel like from what i gather from pearl it's like they wrote it in two weeks and apparently yeah, they wrote it in the quarantine and just yeah. filmed it back to back with x yeah. um so in that sense it's like an interesting experiment but um and it's a great performance but then also people being like she should have been nominated for an oscar i'm like what world are you living in because like it's a good performance but it's like it it, it is what it is yeah and also like her just like every time I see a clip of her speaking, Mia Goth. Her real voice. Did you see that tweet? Or oh, somebody like reviewed um, that new Infinity Pool movie that she's in with Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. And somebody was like, Mia Goth is doing one of the worst accents I've ever heard. And it's just, it's just her, her speaking voice. voice. Oh, I think that. Um, of the bus. <laughs> she's a nut. Um, um, and also like Marriage is Shia LaBeouf. Whoop. 
Um, Sorry? She's, like, married to Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, that's, um... Someone free her. So, anyway, quickly before, I just wanted to give a shout out. um, Speaking of plays, um, I (laughs) went and saw um, And Juliet, the musical. Yes. I actually went to their first audience show. It was a family and friends night. I. My friend James uh, got me a free ticket. Um, I want a free shout ticket. out to James. He has a podcast as well called Praise Dionysus, where okay. they um, called what? Praise Dionysus, where they review Melbourne right. theatre. So if you're oh, God. into Melbourne theatre, give that one a listen. Um, <laughs> I won't and be. my friend Yash was in the cast, uh, yes. star of Sam's short film Fireworks. Yes, um, they were incredible. The show was so much fun. Yash is um, a real special talent. I will say that. Yeah. I will say that. I think they will be a star, really. Really, like, they were the star of the show. And I'm not just saying that because they're my friend. Um, (laughs) They were actually, like, so good. I'm really super proud of them. I, like, did theatre with Yash when we were, like, 14. So it's... Oh, really? Yeah. So it's, like, really cool to see them doing the whole professional thing. Yes. I was um, really... Yes, I, like, got the chance to direct them in uh, my film and um, just so hardworking and, like, I watched their performance and I'm, like, just... I'm bold yeah, they were great in your film as well. Um, so I absolutely... Would recommend going to see Angelia if you can get a ticket. Yes. Ten out of ten. And watch fireworks so much fun. when that's online. <laughs> yes. Um, but. But we're here to talk about a different twink. A different twink. <laughs> and what a twink oh, to discuss. And what a twink to discuss. He's sort of the head twink. Is it? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're talking about. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Complicated relationship with this twink. I mean, well, I feel like him and Troy Sivan are like, they're having a twink off. Uh, And (laughs) I mean, Troy Sivan is failing. Oh, come on. I mean, Troy is like actually gay. (laughs) So that should be noted. So, Luna. (laughs) Gay boy. Um, No, Troy's like giving it a crack. (laughs) No, I don't think he's like cringy or anything. Nah, he's fine. He's just... Troy Sivan, come on the pod. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to tear down another twink on this podcast. You tear me down weekly. Yeah, I do. Um, um, but no, it's like... Um, so do you remember the first time you encountered... The um, first time that I encountered um, Timothy was probably Call Me By Your Name. Right. Yes. So you're um, not a real fan <laughs> um, because I encountered him in Homeland. Oh, okay. Um, which I watched back in the day as yes. a young child oh, wow. I watched that with my mum cute. <laughs> cute so have you ever watched Homeland no. I have not watched Homeland right you don't like Claire Danes well yes no I you don't do. know I just never got into Homeland okay it just um it's like good sort of the isn't first... it like the first few seasons are really good and yes, then like and everything it's just yes yeah. um but Timothy has sort of a guest role in season two Ooh. he's playing the son of like this um, I think she's like a. Oh no, she's like the vice president. I think. Um, oh, wow, Kamala Harris. Yes, he's laughing, laughing, laughing. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he has this this guest role. So I, I mean, I can't really remember him in it, but I have definitely seen him. Yes. Um, and he's quite young in it too, so it's like there was no none of that, you know. And I was young, so. Mm. Um, mm. but he famously like, um. I showed you this just before his little rap, um, which is Homeland, which turned into Domeland. Okay. Because um, I was getting Dome on the daily. Um, let me just play you a little snippet here of him. Like, I don't know where he is. It's on like. I went to work and I went berserk and I quickly found me a hit. Come on, 
homeland, homeland, which turned into dome land. Me and I'm getting dome on a daily. To me, Tim, the next Slim Shady. Which oh, yeah. is like... <laughs> It's um, all right. I mean, there's a lot of like of this lore of um of old Timothy, Timothy Chalamet videos, rapping, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, him in the Nicki Minaj wig. Uh, What's he singing in that one? I can't remember. But he's like doing I think it. Super bass, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was Roman like I thought it was like reloaded. Roman. Yeah, uh, revenge, Roman. <laughs> um, Roman. So he's queer in this sense. Um, that he's done these um queer roles yeah um so yeah saw him in homeland and then i guess 2017 was his big year yes because he was in call me by your name and ladybird uh um i think i probably saw ladybird first actually before i saw call me by your name same no false i saw call me by your name before i saw ladybird false (laughs) um Okay, so he was already kind of a star, I guess. Like, yes. you know, that's his star. That his breakout His performance. breakout performance. Yeah. Um, do you like Call Me By Your Name? I have a complicated relationship with Call Me By Your Name. Okay. I think I read the book and I really quite liked it. Then I saw the film and I didn't love it. But then I've reappraised the film a little bit more <laughs> and I do like it. So I'm kind of, I okay. don't know. I have like a very. You've been on a journey. A journey with Call Me By Your Name. Obviously, Timothy Chalamet is incredible. Yeah. Um, Michael Stolberg is great as well. Sure. That soundtrack is incredible. Yeah. What a Nino is great. I don't know. I have. Call Me By Your Name is like an interesting piece for me. Just. Yeah. Right. In general. Uh, it's an interesting piece. Yeah. Um, no, it's- Shut up. <laughs> no, it's like. Um, I think Army Hammer really doesn't work in the movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that like because of who he is. Like at the time. I think I really have trouble connecting with the movie because I find his performance really kind of almost wooden and yeah, like, like stilted and like, yeah. And like the character, I mean, he has that, he sort of has that charm that the character requires, but I think he has it in the way that like, um, you know how there's like a viral tweet once a month of like, why isn't James Marsden the biggest movie yeah. star on earth? And it's yeah. like, it's cause he, he doesn't have it. Yeah, honestly, yeah. It's because he, like, he's charming, but in this kind of surface-level way, I yeah. think. And and it's the same thing with Army Hammer, where I don't think there's anything deeper there for him to draw on. I don't on. think he's very good, either. Like, no, that's well, no, yeah. I, I think he doesn't have enough to draw on of, like, that emotional connection, which is what the film requires. Yeah. And, and I, I really love the book, um, and I think the movie's, like, well-directed, and... But... but and and I love that story of this first love that's like pure and yeah. you know it's like you're coming of age whatever. But we love um, a coming of age piece on gatekeeping. Of course, of course. Um, but and, and you know another thing is like I feel like the book. Um, the book really I found was able to get like obviously because it was written in first person, but like you really got in the head of Elio a lot better, yeah. and like you really understood his like yearning for. Oliver, is that his name? Yes. Yes. And it's kind of like, I felt like the film didn't capture that as well. Yeah. Well, my thing with it is like in the book, um, after um, Timothy comes into the peach. Yes. In the book, um, Oliver eats, eats the, the peach, peach. But in the movie, he like goes to do it and then doesn't. Yeah. Um, and not that I'm, I'm like, you know, desperate to see someone eat a peach that's like been cummed on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just to get that out of the way, okay? Like to make my stance clear on this. Like I'm not desperate to see that, but I'm like, if you're gonna go there, go there. Yeah, you know. Sure. Like, fucking- and that's the thing about the film. I didn't go anywhere. A lot of like loving logging shots that pan over to the bed frame as they yeah. like, and it's like. Well, that was. I remember when Grace and I finished. We saw it together, and we were like, not enough, not enough porn. And well, not enough Italy porn either. Porn. I was like, yeah. Um, well, no, that, that's the other thing. It's like when they go to have sex, the camera like pans away to the window. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, for a story that is like so about sex. And yeah. in the book, you know, they talk about the quality of their sex and and how it like, like not changes their relationship, but like it's it's a really fundamental part of it because because you know the movie is about like lust and yeah and this connection and and you know like you should see them fuck because yeah, yeah anyway <laughs> anyway I mean the other um so he did Ladybird this year uh, that year too um which actually I'm gonna say I think that is his best performance oh I really you do know think what? that. You're not wrong. <laughs> I think it's like I uh, mean, Barnes and Noble. Uh, yeah, no, I think um, Lady Bird was better. Okay, <laughs> I mean, of of course, I love Lady Bird. It's one of my favorite movies, if not my favorite. And like the writing and directing, yeah. uh, like all of that is is helping him. Yeah, but um, he's flawless in that movie. Well, yeah, and I think it it's it's really integral to his career because he's kind of making fun of himself yeah and and he wasn't really a movie star here but like he started to get the traction and like yeah he had this name for himself because like you know he was a acting in new york like doing um he did like this really big play in 2016 that he got a lot of attention for so like he was starting to break out well i'm like you look at him and you see this kind of like fuck boy type thing and then he's playing he's you know it's kind of satirizing that in lady bird yeah um like Every line he has is so fucking funny. Oh. Like in the in the car park when he's like, "Good girl, you didn't yeah. need to buy you didn't need to buy a tracking device. The government put him in your phone." And she's like, "But I don't own a tracking device." Oh, uh, literally. And him in the like when she loses his virginity to him. And, uh, um, I've never told. I haven't told a line in three years. Just genius. Just genius. You know how many people have died since we invaded Iraq? <laughs> Fuck you! It's not all war. Um, yeah, it's it's brilliant. Um, and the way is, that he just says "good girl," it makes my something something moved. Give me fanny flutters. Pardon? <laughs> what? I have not heard this expression. <laughs> Um, this is a classy podcast, James. You were talking about coming pages. <laughs> and I was condemning it. No, I wasn't. <laughs> um, no, he's just, like, so hot. I'm like, I need him to ruin my life. Wait a minute. Specifically Kyle in Ladybird. <laughs> Kyle in Ladybird. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like... i like, of course, his name's Kyle. Oh, yeah. I mean, I watched Ladybird and that is very much, um, like, because, because I don't know if you know, but, like, I am Ladybird. Um... <laughs> I am Ladybird. Okay. Uh, so Does that make me Julie? Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe you're Laurie Metcalf. I am Laurie Metcalf. You're my mom. <laughs> Just go to City College. <laughs> anyway, this is been- Um, It's, uh, no, I've definitely seen a few Kyles in my life. <laughs> you know, like, 
They trap you. Yeah. They you've been trap trapped you by in. a few Kyles. They rope you in. But Let's name them, shall we? <laughs> we are, I have a list of yours. If you know, you know. Like, if you know, you know. Mm. Um, but we actually brushed over a really important movie um, in his career, which is Interstellar. Oh, of course. <laughs> which he did before these two big ones. Yes. Um, He's very much a kind of like you wouldn't know he's in the movie. Unless, no, like I remember when we when we went and saw it because I hadn't seen Interstellar until yes. re- until recently went sort of IMAX and I was like, oh, <gasps> Timothy, <laughs> Chalamet. He plays um Matthew McConaughey's son. Yes, I think his name's Tom or something. Yes, in the movie. he plays young Casey Affleck. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean talk talk about a jump scare when Matthew McConaughey's looking at the messages and it's been a really long period of time and then one video here's timothy chalamet and then the very next video he turns into casey affleck it's like ah like get that off the screen get that off i couldn't think of a bigger slap in the face to poor timothy literally i imagine them being like so we've cast casey affleck as like the older version of you you'd be like in what world (laughs) like that is like you can't become like that. No, Timothy Chalamet. That was his warning. Yeah, like, do not don't. become Casey Affleck. Please, yeah. please. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's like fine in the movie. He doesn't really have to like do much. In yeah, it. No. but I think it's. Um, I mean, Interstellar is like so fucking good. Yeah, it's like it's like camp. Um, <laughs> and I hate to call it camp because you know it's obviously it's an overused word. No, but mm-hmm. it is. But it's in a way that not many people understand. Yeah. Anyway, it's camp in the way that like they're on the planet that we're like what one hour is like seven years or something like that's camp. Oh yeah, the ticking of the clock and, and the it's water. got Anne Hathaway being like love transcends space and time. Like, she was right. It is the. She was right. <laughs> she was right. Do you think so? No. <laughs> you never, couldn't feel never burn in love. You couldn't feel my love all the way from Sydney, Australia. I certainly could not. I was literally Matthew McConaughey in the black hole. I was trying to reach out. Me when I was sitting on your couch watching All Quiet on the Western Front with your cat while Sam was in Sydney. I'm a terrible TV and I had to feed his cat and I was like, I'm going to plank my ass down in front of your big TV and watch All Quiet on the Western Front. You were planking in my apartment. Yeah. (laughs) It's back. Planking's back. Planking. (laughs) I'm I'm glad to hear you finally admit that you have a a bad TV. I have never not. Okay. This is a, a contentious issue. My housemates brought it's this up really the sensitive. other day. It's really sensitive to me. Yeah, you do have a bad TV, and I'm really glad to hear you um, just look in the mirror and admit it. I don't have a bad TV. I have a free TV. You do. It's awful. Like, I wouldn't... I would not watch a thing on there. Like, I just wouldn't... Anyway. <laughs> I just wouldn't... Um, but yeah, Interstellar is like, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you know. And um, Timothy being in it is one of those things that, like, if you know about that, then you know. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Yeah, he plays. That's my review of Interstellar. (laughs) Did you ever see? um, So after 2017, he did like two other films that like Mm -hmm. no one knows what they are. But did you see Beautiful Boy? No, I'm not really interested in watching that. Um, I saw it with my mother. It was quite good. Timothy's great. It's like he's like a a drug addict. Yeah, Yeah, very like that. I don't know that ilk. It's the Steve Carell because that was the same year. It was like Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet did the drug movie called Beautiful Boy and then yes. the same year Lucas Hedges and Julia Roberts did Ben is Back. What's that? Another movie about a troubled drug oh. addicted youngster. Why? I've never heard of that. Yeah. Ben is Back. Ben is Back. Right. And it's got Julia Roberts. Why have Julia I Roberts heard of that? and Lucas Hedges. Yeah, right. Supreme Twink. 
Lucas Hedges. Lucas Hedges. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was coming for the crown. When he came out in those boots, do you remember? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was him, like, coming out. Yeah, literally. Pretty much. Where is Lucas Hedges? I miss him. Yeah, he was dating someone famous. I can't remember who. Me. You wish. <laughs> I um, do. What's the personal life on Lucas Hedges's? <laughs> I don't think he has, like, a label. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can sort of tell. And, you know, boy erased, of course. Um, he considered his sexuality to be a fluid experience. Yes. Okay. okay. So and, he wants me. And it's in the actual way, like, not the Harry Styles way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, who's in the city, in the country. Um, come on the pod, Harry. Like, oh, my God. Listening. But, um, no, I didn't see Beautiful Boy. And I might be... I, you know what? I have to say, like, um, what's happened to Steve Carell? Like, where's he? Because yeah. he was, like, Oscar-nominated for, like, Foxcatcher. Um, do you remember that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another Army Hammer joint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? He's in that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, where, where's oh, he, he at? Return to television, apparently. Oh, he's in the new... Um, well, he was in The Minions Rise of Gru. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, he's in the new um, Wes Anderson film. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's actually a good pairing. So, that'd be quirky. And I think he's been on like some Netflix TV show. Oh, he's in that Space Force yeah, thing. Yeah, he's been on that for two years. I really and- tried to watch that because Lucy Kudrow's oh, in it. Was in that um, limited series with where he was like a therapist. I don't know. Apparently. A look, therapist. I don't know. Anyway. Timothée. <laughs> Back to on topic. No, I didn't see any of that. I won't be watching that. No. Um, Do you yeah. see the Woody Allen film that he was in? <laughs> um, no. I mean, he. I feel like he kind of brought about the beginning of the end for Woody Allen. Yeah. Like, of course, there was like um, uh, Ronan Farrow and um, oh my god, why am I blanking on her name? Like the daughter who Mia Farrow. So new. No, no, no. Mia's the mum. Yeah. The one he actually um, abused. Um, oh my god! My like the stepdaughter. Him. Yeah, yeah. Sunyi. No, he's married to her. Oh. Um, it's Mia's daughter. Um, Denise. Oh, Denise, no. <laughs> um, yeah, of course. Like you know, she had been talking about it. You know, since the beginning, and and you know the Farrah family. But um, him being like, because he released a statement being like, I'm. You know, I regret doing this movie. Yeah. I'm donating my salary to, like, some organization. And yeah. then everyone else kind of followed suit from yeah, that. Yeah, it was, like, Selena. Yeah. I think Elle Fanning was in it. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, the movie didn't really get a release after that. No. I think it was dumped on... I mean, it was always an Amazon thing, but I, it yeah. was kind of quietly... Just released put on away. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I did actually watch Blue Jasmine um, the other week again. Because um, I was on kind of a little Kate oh, of course. thing. And, you know... It's a great performance, but it's like the movie itself is not that good. I think mm-hmm. Blue Jasmine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe I mean, it's a play. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I mean we're obviously an anti Woody Allen podcast yes. here. Like Woody Allen, if you're listening, kill um, please kill yourself. <laughs> like at the earliest opportunity, <laughs> um, please, 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 please. He he is like if I saw him on the street, I would kill him. <laughs> um, can I say that? I don't know. Probably. I don't know if we can threaten. <laughs> I can say that. And also, if I saw Andy Cohen on the street, I would kill him. <sighs> That's controversial. Too. So, this is fucking crazy to me. Like, Andy Cohen's in Sydney. Um, and everyone is, like, like going crazy for him. And I'm like, I don't get... Like, I, thought I don't you were get the joking. Andy Cohen is hot thing. I don't get that. Well, not that. I'm like, this man is, like... I'm sorry, but, like, a, a leech on society. <laughs> I'm you afraid. You don't get it. You haven't watched Housewives. <laughs> 
I haven't. You don't think that women's stories matter. He's actually a champion of women <laughs> and he lifts up multitudes of women across the United States and across the globe in his documentary television programming that he creates. Listen, tell me, from an outsider's perspective, it seems to me like he just profits off, he, he just like profits, profits off women's misery. Like, no. You don't you get sure? it. You don't get it. It's not about women's misery. It's about women's joy. But people it's about get the power their lives, female friendships. People like get their lives ruined from these shows. Do they not? Well, Jen Shah did, but she did. They, it's people that like do crimes and then go on TV. <laughs> That's on them. But don't they have these really intense arguments and like it feels really off? He's like the ultimate gay man in women's business. Like, <laughs> how do we not recognize that? Like, Eddie Cohen, if I see you, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> No, I want to get on the po- I want to get on Watch What Happens Live. Don't oh say my that. God, Andy, would- Andy, if you're listening, Sam's comments do not reflect the intentions and Andy opinions Cohen, of Gatekeeping Incorporated. Andy Cohen, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that. He just seems like such a um, society hag, you know? Like, I feel like he loves, like, this power that he has and he loves being invited to these parties and, like, he's such a sick little man. <laughs> he's he's has such a darkness in his soul do you not see that you don't get it you don't get it do you not see that andy cohen is almost like the devil incarnate i don't know how i'm the only one who sees that like wake up people wake up no that man is soulless anyway so i guess we won't be doing a housewives episode anytime soon absolutely not um unless he's a guest and i um I finally lure him into my trap. <laughs> lure him into your one-bedroom apartment in Brunswick. Does he like twinks? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I get that vibe from I him. I think a friend of ours has shed a few DMs. Yes, I know. <laughs> I've heard about this from the grapevine. Uh- <laughs> Are we talking about the same one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good luck to you if you're listening. Um, you know who you are. You did a little slut. <laughs> um, yeah, get out of there. I'm sorry, how did we get on to Andy Cohen? Because <laughs> he said you wanted to kill Woody Allen. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, Woody Allen fucking die. Um, talk about, um, like, do you remember, like, right off um, uh, Alec Baldwin's murder, um, he did, like, an Instagram live with Woody Allen. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I watched a bit of it. I'll say of that. course he did. Uh, well, you know, I'm curious. And like Woody's assistant is like helping him set up the Instagram live. Oh, and Alex being like, oh my God, I can't believe you're on Instagram live. Anyway, anyway. No, I didn't see that movie. Um, and I no. won't be watching it. He had, a, he had an interesting run in 2019, Mr. Timothy. It was A Rainy okay. Day in New York, okay. the, the Woody Allen film. <laughs> yes. Uh, that next Netflix movie, The King. I never saw that. Yeah, that Robert was that Pattinson director? was in that. Yeah. I don't know who was in I don't know who directed it. Okay. Um, and finally rounding out twenty nineteen, one of the best films ever made. Okay. Little Women. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean so Sasha Ren and Greta Gerwig, Timothy Chalamet. Let's talk about a perfect trio. Cunt, Florence Pugh, hello. Yeah, but Florence was in Lady Bird, was she? Idiot. <laughs> But she should have been. She should have been. Somewhere. She should have been Julie. In the ensemble. Oh, ensemble. Um, oh, just blown away by Lady Bird. Real. Uh, sorry, Little Women. <laughs> well, uh, were you? Because famously you said that you didn't like it when you first saw it. Well, yeah. I've spoken about this on the pod. It's because, I know, I didn't, for some reason didn't connect. And I spilled a chocked up all over my shirt. Um, 
So it was like just a, a, a bad confluence of events. But then I told you I watched it again and cried about like a hundred times. Okay, good. But uh, just let the record show that <laughs> Sam was not on board. Yeah, that you've been a day one. You'd like day one. You'd I like would the record. day one. I saw Gold Class New Year's Day. Right. Um, yeah, it's um, it's such a. I, I think he does give a really good performance. Yeah. Um, that scene of him on the hill with Sasha Ronan and like. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I've tried. I'm sorry. He, I think he kind of, um, in the scene, he plays the kind of longing, the kind of like pain yeah. of, of being in love with her so well. really beautifully. And mm-hmm. it's like, you can see how much he wants her to just kind of like be in love with him. Yeah. You, you know, like. It's so heartbreaking. It's brilliant. And um, then like you look at the scenes like they kind of come before but after like chronologically but like with him in Paris with Lawrence Uh, and it's such a devastating movie yeah Um, and I mean this is more of a Florence like the scene where he he tells Florence that like she shouldn't marry that man oh Uh, my god you're being mean oh my whole life I've come second to throws her like you know I won't I won't oh, do it again. I need to watch Little Women uh, now, now, again, 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 and again, and again. again. Like, that's a film. My mom is actually a Little Women fan too. She oh, watched okay. the original the other day. She got like the DVD. Like like the original from like, with the Catherine Hepburn? Yeah, or, from like, like the day. Wow. She loved it. Yeah. Love that. We really need to get Karen McGowan on the pod. Literally. We have, should have a mum's episode. Karen a and mom. Sue. <laughs> what culture does your mum enjoy? She likes like um, she likes like so much random shit. Like she'll be like, "Oh, I watched Netflix miniseries that oh, yeah. no one's heard of." Oh yeah, no, my mom too. They could actually talk about that. My mom yeah. watches every little thing. Like she she's watching Drive to Survive at the moment. What is, is that? <laughs> I think it's about like truckers or something. Yeah, mom's like, "Oh, I watched this like critically acclaimed miniseries or The Big Bang Theory." <laughs> Um, yeah, my mom will surprise me sometimes though. She's, um, like she loves Succession, which I didn't think she would love. <gasps> season four, final season. It's coming. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah. I'll be seated. Season three, I'll say was a little shaky. Yeah. But this looks really good. Well, I mean, Dasha's I think- not in season four, so Thank you'll God. be happy. Have you seen that thing of like her blurred out? On the- yes, of the SAG Awards. <laughs> now, let me say like, she is one of the foulest people. Like those two women, I've said it since day one. Like, <laughs> and I remember so vividly going on a walk with you, James during lockdown and I was like have you heard of Red Scare and and you were like no like what is that and I was like it sounds like something that you would love because it's like these like quote unquote edgy women who like have you know stupid opinions (laughs) Um, I think I'm an edgy woman with a stupid opinion (laughs) and then I blink and then you're like totally Red Scare pilled and like it's you know what are they Dash and Anna blah 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 so it's your fault it honestly, it felt like I'd created a monster in that moment. <laughs> but I think you've gone off them now, right? Yeah, I'm not. I like had a moment, and then I was like, okay. You woke up. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk about like those women on this podcast, like. Um, but I've always hated them. Let the record show. Okay. I've always said they were off. Okay, <laughs> and not in like the neoliberal like way of like you can't say that. It's like no, actually, you guys are something like rotting inside of you. <laughs> okay, and I, you know, I was proven right. Let that be known. Mm. <laughs> I'm really like I've got a lot of hate to get out tonight, yeah, today. I'm like, so angry, yeah, so angry. I am angry. Um, Just take breath. It's all gonna be okay. No, like I have a podcast to put people on blast. Like that's the only <laughs> reason. So what are we talking about? <laughs> Little women. Little women. 
Little Women. Was he nominated at all? No, no. I don't think he was. Little Women the Musical is really good, just by the way. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> it won't be, but yeah. Uh, nah, it's good. Everyone listen to Little Women the Musical. Sutton Foster's in it. Anyway, um, has he only been nominated for Call Me By Your Name, Timmy? Um, let me see. I'm checking. Yes, he's only been nominated for Call Me By Your Name. Right. Um, Should have been nominated for Dune. Yeah, I mean, he was good in that, but I, I feel Should've like... Should nominated for Bones and All, actually. Actually. Yeah, it was actually a surprise to me that Bones and All wasn't nominated for a lot. Snubbed completely, nothing. Yeah, yeah. like, I thought it was very well directed. Yeah. Um, the writing, even, like... Um, yeah. I mean, Adapted I, screenplay. Adapted screenplay is fucking shit this year. They could have chucked it about What is then. it? Adapted screenplay is Knives Out, Top Gun, All Quiet on the Western Front, Women Talking, Living. Yeah, I mean, I really could have done with that Loser. Knives Out. Like, I loved Knives Out, but but the whole thing of like a sequel is an adapted screenplay. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah, that doesn't really work for me. Yeah, Burns and All definitely should be in there instead. I think like it's a really beautiful, sensitive film. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, he's really good in that. Um. But with that and and Dune, it's like. No one's gonna get an acting nomination for the Dune. Yeah, I was joking exactly. When I it doesn't really require a whole yeah. lot of um. But I mean, I fucking can't wait for um, oh, Dune two, part two, two Dune two, Furious. <laughs> yeah. Um, him and Austin Butler having a twin cough. Uh, oh my god, they'll be fighting as well, right? Literally. I, I never you, got, did you finish Dune? No. No, I got about three hundred something pages into it, so I really had a good crack at it. I finished it. Yeah, I read all six hundred or whatever the fuck how many pages Worth there. It? Yeah, I read the sequel. Right. And I will be reading the rest of them eventually, but I can't. I need a break. I mean, they're not going to do all of them as movies. No, I think they were talking about maybe doing Dune Messiah because... What's that? The second one. Right. Because, yeah, they get, like, super weird after Dune Messiah. Yeah. And didn't, like, the son write some of them? Like, after he died? So, Frank Herbert wrote the first six and then he died and then the son has written everything else. But, like, the main... They're still going... Well, there's like a lot of like offshoots and like right. prequels and sequels. And, oh goodness me! Yeah. Um, Timmy was looking really hot in doing it. That must be said. Mm. Like the hair. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of have Timmy hair at the moment. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Dune was like I know D- Denis Villeneuve was like I'm gonna shoot his feet in IMAX, <laughs> and he did. I remember you were tweeting so much about Timothy's feet. I messaged you and I was like, do you have a foot fetish or something? <laughs> like, you can tell me if you do. Which I don't. It was just like, it, look, it, I feel like I'm being backed into a corner again. You're <laughs> like tweeting about I- how much you like Timothy Chalamet's feet, but you don't have a foot fetish. Okay. <laughs> no, it's like, it. I, I felt like everyone was watching Dune and they were seeing the amount of like bare feet that he showed in that movie. And why was I the Very only- Tarantino. Well, it honestly wasn't, but why was I the only one talking about it? Everyone was too coy to talk. I'm like, I'm like fucking 50% of the film. We're looking at his bare feet on <laughs> the biggest screen in the world, like at the IMAX. You know what I mean? Like why? That's not weird. Okay. I'm not the weird one. You're fucking weird if you're not mentioning it. All right. <laughs> I'm normal. I'm not obsessed with his feet. It's just like a normal thing that's happening in the movie. Like it's weirder mm-hmm. not to mention it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not a crackpot. But anyway, I'm hoping in part two, um, we see more, you know. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, up. I mean, remember that fil- that part where he's like getting changed and um, they have like a weird, mom? like intimate moment with his mom. That and was it, really that odd. That was weird. I think that that, but yeah. I feel like the intention wasn't an incest vibe. No, I think I it was more her being like, "What is you know what like what's my son becoming?" Sort yeah. of thing, maybe. But it it, it read it, and yeah. especially him being like a French director, it's like Ooh. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> famous for incest. <laughs> you know the whole mommy thing. Yeah. Um, um yeah i tim timmy could really use the voice on me at any point Um, i'm gonna have to use the voice on the um and now i guess his most um prominent work is the apple tv ads Uh, have you have you caught up oh i'm up to date let me tell you i was devastated to be nicole kidman so bad yeah in the sitting in the cinema i was a bit devastated when i saw he was doing apple tv ads because i'm like Leave him alone. Does he have a... He must have, like, a upcoming something with Apple TV. But he doesn't. No, bitch. That's the joke in the show. Oh, that, yeah, is that right. he doesn't have a show. Yeah. And, and they did... They've had the same thing. Like, I think John Hamm did one where he's like, everyone's got a show on Apple. Like, yeah. Except me. Like, how do we get a show on Apple? Like... No, no one wants a show on Apple. Literally. Like, like Julianne Moore is currently like rotting away on Apple TV. Literally. Like she got it. She had a movie come out the other week. It's like an A24 like joint. Yeah, it's an A24 joint. <laughs> um, Interesting. And she's. And I heard about that actually. I heard it's not bad. Maybe it, we should watch it. Yeah, and and it's like, um, she was in that show with like <gasps> the Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah. Free I her. Want- yeah. Free no, I will say Apple TV gave a schmigadoon, which was so cunt. Cunt for like people like you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know, exactly. They were catering. I watched that channel. I was like, oh, they made this for me. Yeah. And you know, people keep telling me to watch Severance. Um, I, I tried. I can't do it. I'm afraid. Yeah. I have not watched Severance either. Yeah. I mean, Apple TV should be shut down. Apple TV should be free. It really should be free. <laughs> and it should be shut down. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, if you're going to be like this rogue streaming service, I feel like... You've you got to sh- give us something. Well, they should be like giving money to to people and just kind of like letting them do whatever they want. Yeah. Which I think they've actually done with Martin Scorsese because his new movie's in Apple. Oh, yeah. The Killing of the Flower Moon or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that seems like, you know, it's like what the Netflix thing used to be where they would just give big directors all this money and kind of just say, do what you want, which yeah. is what they did with um, uh, the, the Irishman. Irishman. And, you, and, you know, like it's actually such an amazing thing because you get, you know, like Roma, like, oh, you know, Roma. this shit would not have been made. Yeah. You know, otherwise, really, oh, oh God, is wider a release? Well, yeah. well Larry Munsko says he said like no one would give me money to make The Irishman, yeah. and he's like one of the biggest directors working today, and Literally. no one would fund that except Netflix. So anyway, we're going sidetrack, but I'm like Apple TV, Tim Cook, like die. <laughs> I mean, he is someone who. Oh, look, I shouldn't get into it. <laughs> I mean, we, me and him ha- have had a parasocial relationship for a long time. Yeah, of um, course. You know, as two gay guys. Two gay guys that work at Apple. With silver hair, yeah. Um, silver? Sweetheart, your hair is yellow. It's getting a bit yellow, isn't it? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Kyle. Sorry, that was me. That was me. Yeah, uncalled for. But yeah, no, the Apple TV ads, to me, in them is is what I can only describe as breedable. Like, they- <laughs> <laughs> It's true. That one, you know where he's on the bed and he's like, hey, Apple, call yeah. me. Uh, he and he's like wearing like an open shirt or something. I think. Yeah, like he looks like a whore in these ads. Uh, like he knew what he was doing. Really, so hot. he. It's 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 bad. Actually, like we shouldn't talk about. Like like yeah, he's hot, but it's like bad. Like you know, <laughs> like we shouldn't be attracted to him at all. Oh no, but I am, and I'm not gonna apologize for that. Listen, I have to like. 
I have to get off Twinks. That's what I've been trying to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you do. You like completely silent over there. Like you're not saying what. <laughs> you're like, I'm just gonna let Sam talk and like not be involved. <laughs> but like, nothing good has ever come from Twinks. Like, let's just say that. Except the gatekeeping pod. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, Timothy famously, there's the rumors of him like spreading chlamydia all over, all over NYU. NYU. <laughs> Which I believe because it's like you look at him and it's like, well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he Would really... you let Timothy Chalamet give you chlamydia? Yeah. I mean, I've let worse people give me chlamydia. <laughs> I've never had chlamydia. Like, what? I've never had I've never had chlamydia. Right. I've had enough for the both of us. <laughs> um, every bloody week, I'm down there. <laughs> Listen, it's like. Uh, chlamydia is like everyone's had it come on now like me bitch well you've had a host of other things um but you know it's like it's like girls or it's like all adventurous women have had uh, yeah it's hpv in girls but it's chlamydia in real life like in in the world we're living in (laughs) um anyway before i keep talking um, keep digging that hole so the rubric the rubric read timothy Timothy i always forget the rubric so you go through it i always have to i always forget the rubric and then i was actually um thinking I had a thought. Today I had a thought. Um, I think we should add a new... Oh. Um, so I think the new rubric should be... Well, one, we should add a category, which is, uh, was I gagged? Was I gagged? <laughs> okay, I'm writing that down. So we have quality. Does it slay? Does it benefit the queer agenda? Is it a classic? Was I gagged? <laughs> Gay you know, people be agree? talking. Gay people will be saying words. <laughs> I am gagging for you, faggot. I am gagging for you, faggot. Um, but did, Women but you, are talking. Do you think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I feel like that's an element, like... Yeah. That's not Did you gag? <laughs> Did you gag, Shut up. Did you okay. slay? Stop Were it. you gag? Um, okay, go through the rubric. Were you gag? Can't. <laughs> Can't go through the rubric. We need to put an explicit tag on no, this episode. I'm sick of you. Alrighty. Quality. Does he have quality? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, he's I, got well, star quality. To be real, I think he's one of the most interesting actors working today. I mean, he's yeah. working with like, and uh, and listen, we didn't talk about Don't Look Up because we're not talking about shit. that. <laughs> but, I, I won't mean, be looking up. He was the best part of that movie. I will be actually. He, yeah, sorry. He was hot in that movie. I'll say it. He but, was. But, um, him hooking up with J-Law was so random. Oh God. But yeah, um, we're not talking about that. That didn't happen. But you know, he's working with like, um, Everyone. Yeah. Like, he, he has really great... Guadagnino, co- Gerwig, he did Wes Anderson. Yes. Um, who's directing Wonka? <gasps> How did we not mention Wonka? That um that <laughs> video that came out um, of him singing... <gasps> the, the director of Paddington and oh, Paddington yeah, of 2. Paul King, is it? Yeah. His name? Um, that video where he's singing, like, I've watched it about a hundred million times. Like, Give us a sing. You know you want to. <laughs> I've got 12 silver sovereigns in my pocket <laughs> and a hat full of dreams. It's going to eat. It's going to eat. Work. They'll be singing that in the streets. Weddings, so. graduations, funerals. <laughs> um, I can't wait. Olivia Coleman is Olivia in it. Olivia Coleman. Um, I was like, I had an idea the other day. Actually, Rowan Atkinson, Sally Hawkins, <sighs> Mr. Natasha Boone. Rothwell, Mr. Bean himself, oh, Mr. Boone, Keegan Michael Key, <laughs> Matt Lucas. Oh, not him. Not that fag. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I had an idea the other day. Is that I think we should see 
in the movie how all the grandparents ended up in the bed. Oh, absolutely. You know, of the bucket family. it's not about Charlie. It's about Mr. Willy Wonka. Well, I'd like that to be sort of an Easter egg, maybe. Yeah. Like, maybe in the Marvel way, there's, like, an after credit scene of them climbing in the bed. And they're like, this is pretty comfy. (laughs) I might stay here forever, you know? Because, well, my thing was, like, maybe they actually met in the bed. (laughs) Like maybe they. Ah yeah yeah. But All but right. you know I'm like if you're gonna do a Wonka, uh, you, you know in, in universe colonizing the Oompa Loompa people. Well yeah, that's been like um because you know there was this thing in the news of like the Roald Dahl books have been like changed to be like more PC and one of them was like um that he didn't like take them. Yeah, it's like they just chose to yeah. come and work for him. <laughs> um, so I can't. I can't bloody wait to see it. And and um it's gonna be a really good year. I think it's is it this year? Yeah, this year. Because we get Dune it's and Dune, Wonka. Wonka. Yeah. Ballads of Songbird and Snow. Oh my god. So many. It, it's like October, November. Like We're gonna be at the cinema every week. I mean I will be. I will be too, bitch. I'm always at the cinema. Gatekeeping owns the cinema from October, November. Gatekeeping <laughs> owns Palace Wesker. <laughs> um, yes, we should make a purchase. Um, if I one of the cinemas, like Cinema One. Okay. I want um, Cinema Four. No. That's got the seats that like push I back. I hate those seats. Why? They're so squeaky and annoying. I like Cinema Two and Three. <laughs> anyway. I need to recline. Um, but they don't. They don't fully. Anyway. So quality, I think yes. I think yes. So what's the second one? Quality. Does it slay? Is that not the same as where you gagged? No, it's okay. completely different. Does it slay? Um, does it slay? Oh, look, he kind of does in that he does like you know some well, like interesting you look at, like his fashion stuff, like that famous yeah. red look from I think it was Venice. <laughs> yes, I yeah. didn't. I wasn't like addicted to that. That that was very much one of those like he's just skinny and yeah. why. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I think I, I I like you know his um was it the Oscars where he was like shirtless. You know oh, that? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. hilarious. He's really like flying the flag for twinks. Yeah. Really? Because like better than you. <laughs> well yeah, I know all I'm in that. He's like he's like being a sexy twink. <laughs> which so is, it does play, which is what you're graphic. saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think mostly yeah. Okay. Does it benefit the queer agenda? Oh. Just Well, honestly Just call me by your name, benefit the queer agenda. Quickly. Um, well, no. but to talk about um, Bones and all, him jerking <gasps> off that guy in the, the cornfield. Corn what did you call it before? Fanny what? Fanny flutters. <laughs> Give me fanny flutters. No, no, I finally know what you mean. Like when I think about that scene, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> My fanny is a flutter. Yeah, like that's on the big screen. <laughs> um, that changed cinema. That changed cinema. Um, okay, so what what was that? Does it benefit the crew agenda? Yes. Okay. Yes, based is on that. Is it a classic? He is a classic, yeah. Uh, is it not? Is it too early to call him a classic? No, I think... I mean, look at the material. All the, all, his stuff is already really standing the That's test true. of time. Yeah. Like, you know, even if it was just Ladyboard... <laughs> Lady Ladyboard. Board. <laughs> like, that performance... Ladyboard. That, <laughs> that performance is an all-timer. All right. True. I agree. And... Was I got? <laughs> was I got? Um... Oh, not really. Not really. To be honest, yeah. You haven't been gagged by Timothee? I, I reckon wish. he might gag us. Shut up. <laughs> I reckon he might gag us in June part two, but we've yet to see her. So. You reckon? Yeah. 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 So I think um, he's in the gate, right? Yeah. Let me open it up. 
It's been a, it's been a little while. It's a bit rusty. That was really loud. Um, it's gotten yeah, it's rustier. It's bigger. It's, it's been, been a while a minute, since I've yeah. like shaken that one open. Um, Welcome, come on food to me. Timmy, come over here. <laughs> this was such a filthy episode. This was not very classy at all. I thought to kill people were talking about cum and like all funny sorts of funny flutters. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we need to be classy. Jesus again. Christ. Next week is the Oscars, I think. Next week is our big Oscars episode. Yes. So we'll be recording immediately post the Oscars. Well, actually, we won't because I'm going to Colin Jefferson. Yeah, the Oscars will finish at like three and then we'll go. So I actually have a job and I have to go to work. You have to go to work? We'll work it's a public holiday. Um, so the, the news never stops, honey. Um, We're going to talk about this off camera, <laughs> off, off pod. Off camera, but I'm just flagging that we perhaps might be a day late. Um... <laughs> Sam, the plan was that you were going to come to my house and we're going to watch the Oscars and then we're going to record and then, anyway. So I have a job. I have a job. You have to quit. You have to quit. (laughs) This podcast is your number one priority. No, actually, this podcast is clearly not your number one priority because you would have got off that. You would have got on a plane and recorded last week. No, all of us live such a charm life where you can just take days off work. I'm not taking a day off work. I'm giving the day off work because it's public holiday. Yes, you lazy slug. Okay, some of us have to work. Anyway, anyway. um, Anyway, so we might be a little bit late, apparently. Anyway, Thanks for listening. It's great to be back. We're back on our weekly schedule. Well, maybe Um, not because you might be next week, but we'll (laughs) say, we'll say, we'll say. Shut up. Anyway, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.